0: Hello and welcome to the Australians Teach English podcast, the podcast by language learners, with language learners, for language learners. My name is Glenn and I'm the owner and director of the Australians Teach English Institute. And today we're learning a very interesting word, some, a word and expression with a lot of history and something that has come from our sporting world into our everyday lives. Last week, I was cooking for a good friend of mine, Rebecca. You might remember her from a previous episode. And she's vegetarian, and I don't eat a lot of meat either. And in fact, I, I cooked her a, a vegetarian meal. And I gave it to her, and I said, how's that? How's that, for a, how's that for a meal? And someone who knows a lot about this word, an expert in this word, it could be, is my friend Sam from Peru how are you Sam
1: very good thank you
0: (laughs) how's how's that for an introduction
1: that's a very very good intro (laughs) I enjoyed that one
0: (laughs) (laughs) so so Sam you 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 live in you live in Peru and there's a there's a reason why we've chosen this word this expression how's that today can can you tell me why we've chosen to speak about speak about this word
1: well, um, I'm, I live in Peru. I'm, I'm Australian, but I've, I've been living here for, for five years. And I am the head of national development for a sport called cricket. So cricket is a, an English sport, um, but also they play a lot in Australia. So um, this word is used a lot in the sport, for a, for a specific um, for a specific moment in the sport I'm not sure if you want me to explain I the do, context want, I, that do want, that okay
0: I do I do want I do want you to explain this one that's why you're here that's why I pay you the big bucks <laughs>
1: okay <laughs> okay well so first of all the, the sport cricket is it's is an English sport that is very similar to baseball so that's probably a, another conversation if you if you don't know what <laughs> cricket is because that can also be uh, a little confusing to explain at times but in the sport cricket there's a moment where there's a, there's an umpire there's a batsman there is a bowler and when you're asking the umpire or some may say the referee um you normally have to ask the umpire if um if you if you want the batsman to be out so if you do a really good ball and there are various ways obviously that you can eliminate uh, a batsman um but when you think it is out you have to ask the umpire so traditionally and historically um, they would say how is that how is that and they would ask the umpire and the umpire would have to respond so he would say is that that's out or not out Um, but obviously over time and also when people are very excited and and animated in the moment the How's how is that suddenly becomes a little bit more animated than is like how's that? So, <laughs> so generally, when you when you hear it in the game, it's not going to sound like like the nicely articulated how is that in a game? Uh, you will yes,
0: it's 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 gone. It's 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 gone a long way <laughs> from sort of 18th century gentlemanly behaviour yeah. where you ask how is that, Mister Umpire? Was that was that? It's, I think it's a very English thing. The very English thing, asking an umpire if if the person was out or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't think there are any sports like that, really. I can't. I can't think of any off the off the top of my head.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they do say it's like a gentleman. Well, the, traditionally cricket was like looked at as the kind of the gentleman's sport, and it was played in the more aristocratic circles. So it probably kind of began in that, and then a, a lot of the. Um, the history and the culture behind it is, you know, translated, but then also been, I guess, appropriated by different cultures who've now adopted the sport. So, um, yeah, it's, it's and, interesting. And, <laughs> and,
0: and, and appealing has its own art as well. There are there are probably some some um, sportsmen over the years, particularly Australians, I think, that have turned appealing into an art. I can think of maybe Dennis Lilly or Shane Warne. These types of these types of people generally sort of uh, do develop a, a little bit of a repertoire, a little bit of a performance. Maybe people that are more familiar with soccer might be might be more sort of familiar with this with this type of ritual. But but it it is a, it is a thing that especially leg spinners have to have to perfect as well as as well as their as well as their bowling. And this was something that, that, that affected me. I I bowled, bowled quite a lot of leg spin. And my, my wicket ball was, was one that went straight rather than mm. turned. So I had to ah. tell the umpire, I had to tell the umpire, okay, so this next ball is going straight because if it hit, <laughs> if, it hit if it hit the batsman and it was going straight, it might actually be out. But, mm-hmm. but if the umpire doesn't realize that the ball is not actually going straight, he won't give it out. He will say the ball is moving and it is not out so this was a this was a little bit of mine because I, it used to be my wicket ball but it, it used to beat the batsman but it also used to defeat the it used to defeat the the umpires as well so i would shout how's that sometimes and and the people behind the stumps sort of say that's hitting halfway up middle middle stump <laughs> it couldn't it couldn't be more plumb if you tried so there's another there's another expression yeah. plumb yeah, could you could you try yeah. and explain plum for me?
1: Yeah, well, um, when in cricket, when we say plum, um, we use it to describe a, a a decision or something that is meant to be very obvious. Like it's it's if you're saying it's plum, it's like that is so obviously out in this case. So a lot of the time, they'll use it when it's an LBW decision. Which is leg before wicket, which is a, a more specific way to get someone out when which, which the ball hits Which is what hits I was talking
0: you. about, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly that that um, that that technique. <laughs> so um, yeah, normally. That'll be when you use the word plum. I'm not exactly sure what the historical context. I mean, it, no, it, I don't think. It, I, don't, I
0: don't think. I don't think it's important anymore. I'm
1: like, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but I was but, like, I was trying to think that. I'm like, hmm. <laughs>
0: but do we actually do we actually use plum in other contexts now? So, well, that was that was plum. Well, that was a plum decision. Can we actually use it in other in other contexts outside of cricket?
1: Hmm, that's an interesting. I have. I don't think I've ever used it in... I'm trying to think of a a context which I would use it. Plum. I think if I was around people who knew cricket, I probably... I have used it. I think in general, probably since I've been here, there's not been too many opportunities where I would... I'm, I'm normally considerate of my audience, and if I do have, if I am speaking to people who whose like English is their second language, it's not always fair to kind of just yeah. like whip something out of conversation.
0: I I think I I would yeah exactly like that. So if if someone gets hit by something, I might say, "Well, oh, that got him plum on the."
1: Oh yeah I yeah, got him plum in plum shoulder yeah, <laughs> yeah. well plum
0: plum yeah. plumb where it you know where it where it hurts most so so we yeah. would use no, it I like think it. I have... yeah so we would use it like when someone gets hit with someone with something as well yeah so yeah. so i mean there 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 are <laughs> there there are there are there are lots of funny stories that we can talk about you know the english language and cricket and how it's morphed into 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 our into our vocabulary and things like this perhaps perhaps i mean i was i was an opening batsman and i bowled a bit of leg spin but probably my teammates would would say that i was i was i was actually i was actually selected for my sledging so (laughs) so so i used to field in in gully which is a a place behind a, a place behind the batsman but close but close to them and because of this position you're sort of you're talking directly to their ear so it's the best position mm-hmm. if you want to if you want to chit chat the batsman. Uh, that's that's the place to do it and i i was not a i was not a terribly nasty sledger but i would i would do things like i would sing like Sherbert's classic song, How's That to the Batsman. Uh, <laughs> I messed about, I cut you out, how's that? <laughs> so, so these things or, or you talk or you talk to the batsman and you say, geez, you're looking terrible, just like my life choices. things, <laughs> things like <laughs> things like this, try and get them to react. Try and get them to react a little bit, get them laughing, put them off put them off their game. And um, ac- actually, I we we won a grand final. We had a I had a good partnership. Hello, Leon, with with a very good friend of mine who was actually in a famous rock band in Perth. And perhaps one of the funniest sledging episodes that I've that I've <laughs> witnessed was during this grand final. They were actually singing his songs back to him, <laughs> while while he was while he was playing. It was it was funny. It was very very funny. <laughs> Very very funny, uh, but but with 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 these with how's that? It, it's an interesting one because it's gone from how is that to how's that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and there's lots of examples in in English with this with this connected speech with this rapid speech, with what you hear is not exactly how it would be written down. Mm-hmm. So this happens particularly with who how why he she's so we might say he he's in another room or something like this so it doesn't we don't we don't say he is in another room it all becomes mashed together just like how is that becomes how's that Mm -hmm. and this is we've spoken on on this podcast about how how australian english does funny funny things with with it sounds it squishes them together or adds vowel sounds at the end of words all these things and these make it tricky difficult for us to learn languages but you've been in peru for five years now so so your your spanish must be pretty good i'm i'm guessing <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean I think I when I first got here it was it was a challenge. I mean I'd learned Spanish beforehand, but obviously um I guess you learn it from a book and sometimes also you've got to you know get the confidence to actually speak it and at the very beginning it was it was a challenge just because I was I was listening so much and then there would be moments where I was like ready to say something. And then the conversation would have moved on. And then I was like, oh, goodness. Dear. And then I would like, so I'd have to like, you know, um, just focus on taking it in. And then things got faster and faster. And and then I guess, it, yeah, it just started advancing without even me realizing it. And I think that's when you make the most progress. Because at the beginning, you're, you're very hard on yourself, you know, when you're learning a language and you can, you know, you, you want to, you want to understand everything and you want to be quick and then I don't know I think the most progress comes when you kind of learn to relax and you know you make mistakes and then all of a sudden it's like you suddenly get to a point where someone will say hey your Spanish is pretty good and you're like oh is it oh and then you kind of like oh that's actually like you start to recognize a little bit of the work and it's a constant thing you know because there's always a word or a rule or something that you don't know so I think it's just a question of understanding that you're never going to reach a point which is 100 percent perfect but you can you know recognize that yeah you know you 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 can make progress so yeah i think after five years you'd hope you would have hoped that i would have got to a good level after five years so
0: (laughs) so 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 what what are some similarities between learning cricket learning to play cricket and learning and learning languages
1: oh well i think Definitely. I mean, kind of with any sport, you have to practice, you have to practice, you have to be diligent. Um, I know with cricket, I had to, I just had to to go out every single day. And there will be times when I would be having a bad day, and I would be struggling or the ball, you know, I I wouldn't be seeing the ball well enough. I think there's a lot of similarities, because there are going to be times when you have bad days, but you got to just like pick yourself up and go, okay. Today, I felt like I was speaking gibberish the whole day and I couldn't speak English or Spanish, but, um, but then tomorrow's going to be better, you know? So it's kind of like understanding that like each day is a standalone day and you've still learned something even... Um, even if you feel like it's been difficult,
0: but, yeah. Um, as 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 an as an opening batsman, I think probably one of the lessons that I learned is that you're gonna wear a few bruises. <laughs> because as as an opening batsman, you 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 face the the fastest bowlers of the of the other team with the new ball. So, so the ball is hard, and the and the and mm-hmm. the ball can hit you at a very a very fast speed, and so especially if if the bowler is fast what they will try and do to the opening batsman is they will try and hit you in your stomach and in your ribs because there's no there's no protection there and I actually I actually started I started playing cricket because I had a knee reconstruction so I promised my mum and my girlfriend at the time I said to them well I I promise I won't I won't go back to playing football if If you let me play cricket and my mum said yes of course and and cricket put me in hospital two times (laughs) with with being hit. yeah so i I broke i broke my nose quite badly so i did did an impersonation of a of a human sprinkler with blood blood shooting out everywhere so that was that was pretty impressive so i've been stitched up a a couple of times from very from very fast bowlers and and have and 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 have had weekends where I haven't been able to sleep properly because my my body has been so has been so bruised in in the ribs. But that's that's kind of kind of like language learning. You 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 might you might wear a few bruises, but at the end of the day, you can sit there and go, actually, that was a job. That was a job, maybe yeah. well done.
1: Yeah, and you actually are like as much as things hurt. Sometimes, like you come out with the battle wounds, and you're like you know what, well, I still had a good day. And then you're like, no, I'm proud of this. I'm proud of this. <laughs> so,
0: yeah. I mean, actually, yeah. uh, the, I think even, you know, progress or, or victories or, or things like this, I think in, in cricket, it is such a psychological battle. Probably mm. m- probably the only other sport that I can think of that is like that is perhaps golf where it is so mentally taxing. But but cricket is so one-on-one <clears throat> But there are so many battles within the, within the game as a whole. And the objective might not necessarily be, be to score runs. I think um, in this grand final with my friend Leon, we, we were basically batting time. And so we, we, were trying to, we were trying to bat out the day to, to, to win on the innings. And so we had, we had a partnership that was only maybe 20-something runs, but it lasted more than an hour so that was actually perhaps the most part important partnership that i've ever actually had personally yeah. so so even though you can you can you might be able to measure something with with runs on the board there you go we put our runs on the board by by uh that's a good expression by i had all of them i had
1: a whole list of them like that which i was like yeah. which one can
0: we about? <laughs> So so you can put runs on the board by learning different different words for example but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're actually it's not necessarily the best thing because you might you might learn one particular thing today that changes everything that results in something huge afterwards so that would be that would be my my lesson from from cricket and and language learning and then coming back and then coming back to this how's that how do you actually explain this to your (laughs) to your cricket pupils in Peru I'm very fascinated to know what the actual translation of this is
1: yeah well honestly I've I've tried there are some words which I kind of teach them as as they are and I kind of allow the kids to find their own interpretation in some like I give them I guess the sound you know because like it's like how's that so for them they actually at the beginning they 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 thought it said hashtag. So they whenever they thought someone was out, they would be like hashtag. And I was like, no, no. I mean, like, well, if you want it to be. <laughs> but um, so I kind of have been um, I mean, with some of the little the younger kids, I would be um, I normally try and get them to associate it with a batsman being out because already the LBW rule is a bit difficult to described to young kids so (laughs) i'm trying to like i don't if i try and explain it to them and say that's you know so at the moment a lot of them think that the how's that they associate it more with lbw mainly because there's not a lot of situations where there are like nicks or edges you know well there's some more cricket cricket vocabulary Um, (laughs) listeners are not going to know
0: what this means so
1: like what do you think about the other opportunity the other moments when you say how's that normally it's when there's been a nick or an edge so it goes to the keeper and a lot of the time the kids like it's going to be very obvious that it's out so they'll be like well I don't need to say how's that you know because it's already out so um but normally I try and
0: this is this is another thing that still that still happens in in the game even if it is obvious and 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 the batsman has obviously hit the ball and the ball has been caught that you still turn around mm. and ask the umpire it's, oh. it's still it's still shown as a sign of of respect in the game because yeah. the umpire the umpire has the right not to give them out if you do if you do not ask so this is mm-hmm. this is a sign of res- respect in the, in the game yeah, yeah, yeah so, I, no, so, so, are, I, so i guess this is a probably a difficult thing to teach to teach young you kids
1: Yeah, you don't want to like also, because I mean, at the beginning, actually, when I was trying to teach them it, because you want to take, you know, you want them to be passionate as well, but you also want them to be respectful. So you've got to try and find the balance so then they don't twist it. So it's not too much like the football the way that they respond to football umpires because sometimes over here it can be quite volatile <laughs> yeah you so certainly you know don't want to be
0: here. going and touching touching a cricket umpire <laughs> that's definitely it's <laughs> yeah. definitely yeah. not not done basically in every no, sport th- apart from soccer you, you don't touch the umpire <laughs> I, i'm yeah. not sure i'm not sure why soccer is 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 the different one
1: <laughs> yeah. No but, but um the kids. But is, but is, that too. But is
0: the, there the, a is there a translation? Is there a translation? For how is that? It
1: would be how it would if you wanted to do it literally, like but like I think that <laughs> in a sense it just it doesn't quite have the same like ring to it. I I think there are some words which I think it depends. I think that there are some words which are, are good to maintain that um, their originality, because I think mm-hmm. as well, even the way that we say it in cricket is like, it's like, it's not even how is that? It's kind of like, you know, if you were <laughs> to spell it, an actual it's like like it's just a sound. It's kind of like, if I were to try, I mean, that I could translate. I think I have translated in the past, like the origins to them. But you know, I say that. So when they say it, like I mean, for them, they hear something different. Like I said, they they used to say hashtag, and some of them still do. So it's like, <laughs> hashtag. I, oh, I found that cute. <laughs> yeah, oh. it was very cute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so do like with the positions in the field, for example. I've, I was, I was talking about fielding in in gully, for example, before. <laughs> like the positions in the field, like they don't make any sense. They don't even make any sense in, in English. English little, yeah. <laughs> little, little, how would, what is gully? Well, you say to someone, you you're fielding in gully and they either know where that is or they don't. <laughs> it's yeah. it, so, so how do how do you actually express this meaning to them?
1: Yeah, well, it's definitely kind of, I, in, in some of the cases, yeah, you don't really translate it because it's not really a translation to those kind of words. So we try um, and get them understanding not necessarily the words first but the the areas. So, you know, we have like offside, onside, and then they can kind of start understanding that, you know, almost as if like the, the ground is a square, you know, and it's cut into four and then they can understand that within each square there's certain positions. So... A lot of the time, we'll put cones, um, and then we'll say, "Okay, you're going. I'm going to get you to go to to you know gully or point. You know, so then you say today this is your position, and it is point. So then they kind of you know for that day they're like, this is my cone, this is my word, and they also feel excited because they're learning a bit of English too. Yeah, that's one gonna, of the things that I yeah. try. And teach kids, they always want to learn English. So at the end yeah. of the day, we're always like. I'll like, say, what do you want me to teach you guys today? And then we'll kind of go over a few things, and you know, they're all just excited. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: for, for someone like for someone like me, I mean, that's why I've always played a lot of sport is because I'm a bit I'm a bit hyperactive. I re, I record these podcasts standing up, so I I, <laughs> I I I would I would love the opportunity to learn another language by by actually doing things, and I think for 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 certain people it is really effective. I mean, I I do all my dance lessons and things like this in Spanish, and and it and it is certainly it does it does make you work in a different way. It makes your brain work in a much more effective way for me at least, anyway. Yeah, for me at least, I start counting one, yeah. two, three, four in in Spanish with my dance steps, and I can't do it in English now. So so it's quite interesting the way that yeah. the way that our brain actually gets wired to connect different yeah. things, and and obviously cricket is a is a yeah. good way to do that because when we're talking in cricket we are ex- almost exclusively in in english yeah so how is, how is uh, that no. for an, how's that for an episode sam
1: yeah that was that was interesting it's good to it's good to kind of delve into the into the origins of, of these words
0: and actually see how we can use them for for other purposes so, yeah, of
1: course.
0: so for the for the for the people listening at home, how how is that? How is that for an episode? Could you give us an example of when you might use that? How you might actually use it in in your own conversations amongst amongst people? Give us give us your feedback. Let us know on Instagram or Facebook what you thought of that episode. So, from from us at the Australians Teach English podcast, the podcast. language learners with language learners for language learners it's goodbye for now see you later